Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. We are back after a week off. I was out of town, but we decided to take a week off. So sue us. I'm here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. Um, we got a lot of stuff to get into. Lots and lots and lots of Disney stuff because it's 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 just been crazy. Um, the first thing we're going to get, this one was interesting to see because it was mass confusion when it was announced. So Disney has canceled the uh, Willow series off of Disney Plus after one season. So they said it was canceled, and then the the showrunner was like, well, no, you know, we have a second season written. You know, like, we could still do it. And then basically um, they all came out and said, no, they're not getting a second season, so I don't know what they're talking about, and basically put the kibosh on it. Um, I thought it was weird the way they handled it because Willow – I mean, it, it's been out for a minute, but like, I don't feel like it's it's been out all that long, has it? No, no, it hasn't. And they had some, they put some pretty good, um, you know, backing behind it. I mean, not a lot, but it wasn't something like, oh yeah, that's right, I forgot. You know, they said that at D twenty three or something like that a couple years ago. Um, right. And with, especially having you know Warwick Davis reprising his role um with him you know with it now being in the future um but i was very surprised because i know warwick was out a lot um you know talking about it and and everything um but it's interesting and like you said i mean they could they could have the script and everything or a couple shows written for season two and they're like Okay, well, yeah, I mean, we were planning on having it, so you had to write it, and then something came up. I mean, as we know later on, Disney's doing some massive layoffs massive, right now. Massive layoffs. <laughs> so, you know, before that, yeah, it was good, continuous. I mean, you're going to keep... You're going to keep, you know, doing what you're doing until, you know, one of two things happen. Either they, you know film it and record you know green light it for season two film it and put it out or you know say oh nope we're, we're not going to do it. it's like yeah but we got our we got the script written it's like oh okay thank you <clears throat> so um, well i think the big thing is is that so if most of these shows now they usually sign on for like usually like a two or three year deal so then in our in this case it would be like a two or three season deal. Cause like you said, they announced Willow, I think, two D two threes ago. Yeah. And that was three years ago, I think, four years ago. So um the last one was last year, so yeah, three years ago. Three years ago. And so <laughs> and that one that was like the focal point was Willow. They're like that was the big show reveal. It wasn't anything else because you know, they expect something like that. So they probably locked these dudes up for five years to do all this stuff. So they didn't get the results they wanted. They probably paid a lot of money. So they're canceling it. And as we're, we, Tim just mentioned, you know, we literally, it's been, it's been a whirlwind because in the two weeks that we've, you know, been <laughs> gone. So it's the Disney executives ordered to identify thousands of layoff candidates as Iger aims to cut 5.5 billion in spending. 
And as well, you said, and, and the and the th- I know all these are, but five point five billion with a B. I mean, even five point five million. I mean, would be a decent amount. Maybe not for Disney, but I mean, billion. That was because what wasn't it Star Wars Edge um, or uh, Batu cost? Wasn't it like a billion? You know, yeah. on it. So that's five of those, and that's I well, mean that's. But- but yeah, that's, we gotta, that's everything. Yeah, but here's the thing. How much do you think, well, I'll skip ahead a little bit, how much do you think that the Disney's Metaverse program, they, they purportedly have canceled it as the next generation storytelling department was cut in layoffs. That legitimately equipment, everything they have in there, is probably right. close to a billion dollars just in that department. Right, but that'd be, salaries five, that'd, and everything. Be, that'd be five and a half of those departments, though. Yeah, it's not like that accounted for half of it. That was only less than a fifth of it. Right, but I—I mean, granted, it's like you said. I mean, it is—it is a huge chunk. And it's and you got to think too. So similar as when you see profits, so you got to think. So Willow got canceled. So maybe there was in the budget for season two. So season two that came off of the budget right there. So you have also some of that stuff. I don't know. We'll go through now after I talked about that one because that one department getting cut out. Me and oh, yeah. Tim talked about it. Was it two it's nights ago? Huge, How that was huge. that was Chappick's baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the sad part for me is, so let's say for instance, you're just a peon. You're not anyone big. You're just a dedicated Disney worker, which is a lot of them make a decent amount of money. But you moved from one division to the metaverse division, and now you're gone. And they're not hiring. Right. So you just I mean, put that, all your eggs in that basket and gone. Yeah. And that stinks because especially with the metaverse and we've all seen, you know, everything that's going on with the metaverse, not just in Disney, but just everything in in general. It's like it's not doing I, well. I could, you know, get on the on the um groundbreaking floor of this metaverse and if it takes off, I mean it could do anything. It could take off, it could fail. You know, Bitcoin took off and if you get on the groundward floor ground floor of that hey you're doing well but then how many have you know come and haven't done you know anything where they take off and then by the time you try to sell it's it's done or just nothing takes off on that um you know but you gotta think of that it's like hey if i could get on that and do pretty well hey this has got some backing to it and it's like the new yeah but you gotta think (laughs) hot thing going on here's the thing though it's like it's like it's like anything if you get you know let's say a a college athlete you get recruited by this coach it's your first year there um something happens whether that you know that coach leaves retires gets fired health reasons whatever leaves you got a new coach come in well he's going to have his recruits and you may go from being a starter to now being um you know the ball boy um or riding the bench or just whatever it is because on their playing style don't like it it's like well i mean i still got to be on the team because i'm scholarship or whatever it is or you go transfer portal so it it stinks on it yeah but, but here's the problem i mean the metaverse the metaverse is failing the metaverse is failing horribly <clears throat> facebook has laid off so many people from the metaverse because it well yeah but work. yeah but you don't know that going into that when you're creating it, I mean, you're not going to create it to fail. And especially having, I mean, it's not just some Joe Schmo doing it. You know, it came from Facebook. So it's like, hey, Facebook is doing it. I mean, there you go. 
Well, um, I mean, also, we also don't know if they had already laid anyone off from that department prior to this cutting the whole department, which a lot of times right. they do lay off a significant amount of people before they ax the whole department. So I'm that, sure yeah. it's not as big of a surprise as um, the uh, other one. Uh, who mm-hmm. was it that got let go? Is, is <laughs> he on our list? And chief compliance officer. No. The chick. Is she the one that was those blindsided, quote unquote, by um, it? Well, I, I don't know. That was just, you know, they had all these because they kind of started and went from the top down, which is kind of. Well, it normally say, goes. <laughs> shouldn't say unique, but some of them it's like, okay, well, let's cut a whole bunch of these, um, you know, a couple people at the top, but then mostly it's, you know, a lot of lower level people um on it but these ones i mean you know a vp of corporate communications uh marvel entertainment chairman disney senior vice president chief compliance officer i mean those aren't you know small titles there i mean they're getting paid millions of dollars yeah but there was the one that i'm kind of mad about that um she got fired and she said um she said that she was blindsided um but in reality okay no so that's not the right one so victoria alonzo is the one that we missed um so she was so basically what happened was is she's violated she violated her contract multiple times and i guess they had warned her don't do it again so I don't know how true it is, but it is rumors going around that she basically was not supposed to be working on other stuff. And she was doing stuff for Amazon Studios because she was like a visual effects person. And she was like in charge of all the visual effects across all Marvel. So that one was more of like a probably a scapegoat. They could get her out, you know, right. under, under right, those exactly. terms. She is <laughs> well, suing, And the thing is, is they may know. not have to pay her out either if she's under contract or anything. Yeah, so, you have you have that or pay your very little. Be like, hey, we don't have to pay you anything. Here's a couple bucks. See you later. I mean, the big ones was they they started with Hulu and Freeform, which mm-hmm. I mean, we've been talking how long about the potential for Hulu to merge with Disney Plus. So that's not shocking because they they probably could have one group running both of those networks and then just split off as you go further down for programming. Um, but the other, the, there's two huge ones, which was uh, Jeffrey R. Epstein, no relation to the um, the one that allegedly committed suicide. But he was the longtime Disney VP of corporate communications. He was laid off. And the Marvel Entertainment Chairman, Isaac Ike Perlmutter, Perlmutter, Mutter or Multer, um, he was laid off as well. So, um, basically, the uh, I Pearl Pearl he was not a shock because he had a lot of criticism for a bunch of Marvel stuff. I guess he was around since the '90s, and they basically trying to go a different direction with him. But I guess the uh, Jeffrey, the VP of corporate communications, it was a huge shock. Um, and then they also let Disney senior VP and chief compliance officer Alicia Schwartz was let go. 
And, and it's funny in this article, she was promoted to chief compliance officer um, in January of 2021. So she's really only had the title title for just um, a couple years, which is and you, crazy. And you never, she's been there for a while, and you never know because sometimes people can um, take layoffs. Like they may even come to them and because they, like, let's say for instance, you know, me and Tim have a company. And we have four people underneath us and we have to let go of either one of those people or, or like, you know, 40 people below them. There's sometimes people will say, Hey, I'll take the, I'll bite the bullet, take me out. And then that way, basically you could keep those 40 people. So you never know. Some of these ones that were super shocked, they might, they may be protecting people or they may not know. They're, they're never going to know because most of them get the golden parachute. That's why they are doing the layoff style stuff. So, you know. Yeah, no, ex exactly. And she was the last of the big ones. And then it was weird because, like, right after they started announcing the layoffs, then they went to promoting the, um, these, uh, big time people directing and shows coming because they said like so they have the uh the oscar winning filmmakers behind everything everywhere all at once is directing an episode of the star wars disney plus series skeleton crew which is like wait what you're trying to save money and then you go get these people that just won a uh an oscar to i was like all right you know <clears throat> yeah but was it already like in the works that they were doing that you know, they could already be before all of that already be, you know, a, like not necessarily. They weren't necessarily going to announce it because right. it's just, you know, a, a person, you know, a director. And then everything everywhere all at once went on to just dominate, you know, the Oscars. So they're like, ooh, hey, now we could push this. Well, and they, they probably you're, you're actually probably right. They probably have stuff in place where they signed some sort of agreement beforehand so it's probably already set in the right stone, so they're not gonna get a big pay bump yeah ex exactly it's already kind of in the budget that okay you know like mandalorian i mean how many what it was they had a different director each one or producer or whatever it is um yeah they're all on different it, so directors like, yeah <laughs> yeah so it's like okay well we got it budgeted in to you know get these directors and they'll probably do it for less than um, if it was something that not necessarily that they didn't want to do, but maybe not as as passionate about or, hey, you're going to pay me. Here's my going rate. But for you guys, I'll do it for this just because I get the not that they need the exposure. But, um, uh, you know, it's it's more of a well, I, 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 I get to, I get to do it because growing up, knowing knowing this. Well, no, not just that, because so the Mandalorian's first season had the likes of Bryce Dallas Howard. Um, yeah. Uh, it also had, you know, uh, didn't even Carl, Chubbs, didn't he direct an episode? Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers did, but I can't remember which one. But you got to think, Deborah Cho, she yeah. was on, uh, did the bunch for the Mandalorian, and then she went on to get the entire uh thing of the kenobi because of that so she did two episodes in 2019 and then got the entire series of kenobi of kenobi so, yep. there you go and that was because 
And I think that's a lot of it is like Dave Filoni went out and got people that, you know, they, they, they liked for that. So, you know, and you never know right. the, the movie won Oscars for a reason. And they, as long as they understand the tone of what they're looking for, I don't know what the tone they're trying to set with the skeleton crew. Cause we have barely any info on it, but hopefully it goes along the same lines of what they're looking for. Um, we are getting the Muppets mayhem is coming soon to Disney plus. Um, I haven't really looked too much into it because I wait till the Muppet stuff comes out because it's always varying on what it's actually going to be. Um, but this one right here is super confusing. So we got the first full trailer for Pixar's Elemental. And basically it's the elements and they live in basically it's it basically Zootopia with elements is what it is. Mm -hmm. And uh, this water girl falls in love with a fire guy and you know uh, hilarity ensues but what's weird is is they're showing a trailer exclusive trailer in the elemental screenings only and it makes me think is it getting that bad of reviews where they're putting something in the you know the movie a trailer you can only see when you watch the movie like why what why do you do that you know what i mean right yeah, that's that's interesting. And it comes out in theaters uh June sixteenth. Okay. And it'll have and on that one it'll have the short um the new up short titled Carl's Date. So that's pretty cool. That looks good, or at least what I've uh seen of it. The short that is. Yep. Yeah. So uh this one I don't know, man. So um, it has been announced that Questlove is set to direct a live action The Aristocats remake for Disney. That's going to be interesting. Uh, I, I, when they do, I mean, it's Aristocats, so obviously it's a lot of cats. I hope they don't do like the, make the cats look all weird or anything like, like that. And they make them look like, a normal looking cat. Well, that's my thing is I was thinking about it and I'm like, they're going to have how many, it's, it's all animals. Yeah. Basically. So yep. how, how are they going to do that? You know what I mean? It's not similar to the lion King when it focused on a handful of animals. There's a ton of cats in this mm -hmm. and the geese. I mean, <laughs> Oh yeah, no, it's, 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 gonna be interesting how they do it and with quest love directing it it'd be interesting um how he does the music in it you know with him having obviously that background and everything um i want to see who they get to play edgar his, his uh his take on it and with the aristocats um what scenes they leave in and what scenes they take out well, they better they better do my favorite scene of everybody wants to be a cat. Like, like legitimately, that's one of my one of my favorite movies growing up. Um, the Jazz Cats were the the always I uh, I don't even know like it sticks in my brain just those scenes. I love it so, but I hope they don't ruin it. It's obviously potential that it's going to happen, but we'll see. Right. Um, Liv Tyler is returning as Betty Ross. In Captain America, New World Order. This is crazy because I think she will be the only person 
to go across both iterations of the different films because the guy that played Thunderbolt Ross has passed away and Harrison Ford is taking over for him in New World Order. I think Liv Tyler, she's been on all three iterations of the Hulk. She's been with <laughs> Eric Bana, Edward Norton, and now Mark Ruffalo. So that's kind of cool. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, uh, Jeremy Renner uh, walks again following snowplow accident. He did an interview talking about it. Um, showed him scooting around on like a little scooter, uh, knee scooter thing. Um, he is going to be going to the premiere of his show, Renovations. The show is really confusing because they show him in India at one point. So I guess they're renovating something in India. Um, and hmm. he basically it shows him he will FaceTime. very first person he FaceTimes is Anthony Mackie. He's like, can you help me? And then they go along that route. So um, I don't know the, the cause of 100% because they kind of made it kind of vague. But, um, yeah. Hmm. No, it'll be interesting. I mean, it's great that he's, you know, <coughs> considering the extent of the injuries that he had. Um, I mean, that he's doing well. And, I mean, walking, you know, there's probably a point, probably, you know, maybe would have thought that he'd never walk again. Um, so now that he's walking and getting back, and I think he said, hey, I'd do it again if I needed to, you know. Um, so he did say, he did he, say uh, that he could feel everything. He said, yeah. I could feel all everything going on at all times. Oh, that's good. Hopefully he uh, upgrades to a uh, newer Snowcat. Yeah, make sure one that, well, no. How about he just learns how to operate it? Don't <clears throat> oh, I mean that, that too, or at least one where, you know, once you get off the seat, it shuts it off. Well, no, it was off. It just rolled. He didn't put the he didn't put the brake. He didn't set the brake. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, on the on the it has uh, like on tractors or not. When you get off of it, the tractor completely shuts down, and um, like the electronic e brake comes on. Because there's been times oh. when, when like, say you sit down and you need to, like, you know, adjust your pants or something and you kind of, um, you know, shift your weight around or stand up, the whole tractor shuts off and stops like, oh, man. But anyhow. We'll see. We'll see how he's looking. Um, Disney 100, the exhibition making the magic special premiering, premiere today? Premiere today, yeah. And that's so, the one in um, Philadelphia. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Um, Damon Lindolf and Justin Britt Gibson have exited a, it's, it's a top secret Star Wars film. Um, uh, Obey Chinoy. Uh, who's the director? What's his name? It's Char- Charmin Obey Chinoy is still aboard as director. Um, and it's going to be, whatever the project is, it's going to be unveiled at the Star Wars celebration next month. But um, they left as writers on it. Um, and you never know because, like, um, I, I don't know. Sunday morning, the degree of difficulty is extremely, extremely high. Okay. So basically, the big problem with the Star Wars stuff like this, whatever they're doing, like it says, there's a high degree of difficulty. So more than likely, they're going to be the ones entitled with either starting the new trilogy 
or doing something where they're going to have to create a whole entire new uh, base of characters. And what I wish they would do, I don't know, Tim, did you ever watch that documentary thing they did about the New Republic books or the High Republic books? No. So um, a group of writers who are selected to write the, the High Republic books that all somewhat tie into each other one way or another, um, they held a brainstorming session to create this new part of the universe. So there was like 10 people at Skywalker Ranch for like a week and a half, two weeks. And they hmm. basically sat there and for, well, I think they came and went, but I think one whole weekend was like a retreat. So they legitimately sat there and developed everything for Star Wars, the books. And you could tell the crazy part is I've listened to, I think, four or five of the High Republic books on Audible. And while they're all different in their own right, they all feel like they're connected in the same universe. They have some overlapping characters. They have mentions of different stuff. And the way they did it was great. Why can't they do that with writers for Star Wars? Right. Because the, the story doesn't have to connect. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be this through line thing. You know, we're not trying to make the next great trilogy because everyone's doing trilogies now. Try and make a series where, hey, look, you know, you create a character like Luke Skywalker, who's the main focal point of the first one. You go to the second one and, hey, look, he's in the background somewhere, but he's not the main focal point. You focus on this person. Right. You go to the third one, it's different. You could do eight, eight movies in a row and they all kind of casually go through it like you would on a TV show. I just, yep. you know... It, it doesn't bother me they departed just because it's just so tough. Right. Um, this next one is weird. Disney Plus shares a photo of Luke and Leia in a romantic couple's social media post. It's really weird. I don't like it. Yeah, it's funny. It says, so Disney Plus put, you know, couples, we will forever ship, like relationship, but ship again and again. Who's your pick? All of these and more are now streaming on Disney Plus. So it's got 10 Things I Hate About You, uh, Kate and Patrick, WandaVision, Wanda and Vision, um, Enchanted, Giselle and Robert, and then Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, that's what. It says Han Solo and Princess Leia, but it's a picture of Luke and Leia. Oh, that's funny. That's so hilarious. Smart. Uh, Now, this next one is very very convoluted because things have come out since this happened but first of all i'm not claiming to know what happened i'm not going to say anything people will find out eventually what really happened but uh mcu's king the conquer actor jonathan majors was arrested in new york city for assaulting a woman now the claim apparently it's his girlfriend or something <laughs> like that and his attorney's like nothing happened they have dash cam of what happened all this stuff and he has text messages from right after the incident happened before she filed with the police all this stuff and what's what's complicating stuff is people attacked him as soon as it came out directors saying that he was a horrible person that they work with him on other stuff that you know all this kind of stuff so we don't know exactly what's going to happen yet I haven't seen the videos, but I have seen the text messages. It doesn't look good for, you know, the person reporting it, but you never know. They could possibly be coerced, you know, into retracting whatever. 
but there is dash cam footage of what happened because the camera on the car they were in was recording at the time. So soon enough, we're going to find out, um, you know, I don't I'm not going to claim innocence or guilty at all until we get more information out of it. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, just, you know, Googling it and seeing more into it, you know, the first one says charged with assault after arrest, but you think he wouldn't be charged if there was evidence there. Well, no, they still, no, no, no. The charges came before he had all this proof. They, they don't, um, basically they'll present it to a judge, the evidence or show it to the you know, prosecution, whatever. And then they'll decide on that. But, um, once a, once a complaint comes in, you can't just retract it after the evidence comes out. So, yeah. um, Next, we got a Bob Gurr Funko Pop figure revealed at WonderCon coming soon. That's very exciting. Heck yeah. I uh, just hope they make enough so everyone can get it, you know? And it's not like a limited edition one. They haven't, not, they haven't been <laughs> doing those very often anymore. And it's not for, you know, selling for some ridiculous amount um, on it. So, I mean, that's just... I mean, that's what I hope for, but yeah, I no, though I have not, I have yet to see one that wasn't like a pre-order one that is still um, out there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, and and it's cool. I mean, it has all of his signature stuff. It's got his Gertini, his thumbs up, his patented um, red shoes, and. Uh, it says complete with signature black beady eyes. So no, it looks cool. Looks awesome. Um, of course, like they said, release date not given uh, on it. And for you, you know, people that don't know, um, he did all the uh, Main Street vehicles, uh, Matterhorn, Autopia, uh, um, and a lot of. Uh, I mean, pretty that's much, just pretty the much everything that, that's important. That, important. Yeah, at Disney, and then he did um, had a hand in the King Kong ride at Universal, the pirate ship sinking at Treasure Island in Vegas, and a lot of stuff that he did. Um, the sculpting part of it was it the sculpting or the like AutoCAD part of it? He taught himself, so it's pretty cool, um, especially from you know um, being there back in the day. So. Yeah, I know um, AutoCAD was a little bit easier to learn now. Once you've learned it, it's somewhat easier, but uh, yeah. Right, exactly. Um, next, we have, this one has been breaking news today, um, that uh, E3 has been officially canceled. Um, here's, the, um, here's the problem. So it was announced, I think, uh, two, three weeks ago that the big three, Nintendo, Xbox, and PlayStation would not be at E3. And then a bunch of other people started backing out. It was supposed to happen in June. And they were just like, yeah, never mind. We're just canceling it. So it was the first one held in person since um, COVID. But here's the problem. Basically, every place does their own version of e3 now so playstation will have a 
a PlayStation Day. Xbox has their Xbox Day. You yeah. know, it, it's all done on their own now. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just like um, before, uh, you know, like you had all these like Paramount Plus, Disney Plus and all of that. You, you know, basically had to have cable. And now you got, you know, Paramount Plus is doing their thing. Peacock's doing their thing. Um, all of that or it's, you know, now it's just trickling down to everything else. Like you said, PlayStation does their thing. Everyone does does their own thing. So why kind of um, go to E3 when you could have the focus all 100% on your own thing, on having your um, own event? Yeah. So, I mean, it's probably more cost effective so yeah yeah it is what it is uh if it's not here and um you know maybe we'll get it next year maybe it'll go all virtual again we don't know right right yeah um the next thing in the gaming pile this is uh, i don't know how to feel about this um so disney is gonna have um Early access coming in April. I'm going to pre-order it, I think, uh, when I uh, get paid next week. Uh, it's called Disney Speedstorm. It's basically Mario Kart. Basically what it is. That's it. Is that, Mario Kart. Is that, is that what it, I didn't... I was meaning to look into it, and obviously, of course, I didn't. Um, but with Disney putting their name behind it, I'm sure it's something that's going to be going to be good. And usually they'll they'll, they'll get people... Because I think Disney is the only like the most open about what you're working on because every game division has like the title of what you're going to be working on. So it'll be like a racing game, whatever, when they apply for it. So they probably mm-hmm. got people from the Mario Kart franchise. Probably the same way as they, you know, the um, multiverse has got people from uh, the other fighting game. When I get, like, everyone plays it, uh, Smash Bros., it's all mm-hmm. looks very similar and it's very similar and everything. So I would probably play it just because it's I just kind of cool. I like it. Right. Right. And they do have early access and they have like different different tiers like you do with any video game. So check it out wherever you get your games at. Um, and the other amusement parks news, uh, Mario Kart popcorn buckets are coming to Universal Studios for forty two dollars. That's kind of high a little bit. That is, yep. Because normally, you know, Disney's anywhere from, let's say, 20 to 30, depending on right. the, the, size the details and, and the size. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Maybe it's a big cart. I haven't seen it, so. It it didn't look like it, but, I mean, it is Mario Kart, so it's going to take more to make it. True. And you never so, know, Universal does kind of go above and beyond, so they may have it moving parts and stuff. Right. Well, and the thing is, is if you got um, multiple, uh, you know, Super Nintendo lands, what, you got two already, yep. and I think another one's coming, so yep. you just start moving it around. Yeah. Speaking of which, the limited edition gold power-up band is coming to the Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios Japan. For forty two hundred yen, which is thirty one dollars and sixty one cents. On to the Disney parks pile. Um, 
with the general pile of Imagineers took note of positive fan reaction to Villains, Villains Land Blue Sky concept for Magic Kingdom. They've been pushing this Villains Land, I mean, for how long? For a while. Yeah, I mean, trying to get but, it for a minute. Right, but I mean, for them to actually, you know, have a little segment at D23 and everyone just lost it. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, I don't know how many times you had to say, hey, this is, this is like very, very, very beginning blue sky seller stuff. Like, this is the most that we've done. So don't think this is coming like, hey, <laughs> we got a whole bunch of people working on this. This is very, very early. But, I mean, the thing is, is how many times has we've heard, um, you know, not necessarily heard, but, you know, the rumors of, hey, it's going to, you know, they're thinking about doing a third gate and it's going to be all villains or it'd be cool to do all villains because that would be, you could, you could probably do at least two parks, you know, or, you know, one huge park or two parks on just villains. uh, You could do a whole park because the whole park would have to be separated into lands like Disney with Magic Kingdom is because all the villains would be in different areas of the the lands. Exactly. And you could still have, you could have a fantasy land. You got a villain in Pinocchio. You got a villain in Peter Pan. You have a villain in Alice in Wonderland. You have a villain in um, Snow White. White. You have a villain in Sleeping Beauty's Castle. You got a villain in Dumbo. Um, What else is there? Um, You know, Storybook Land, which is just one, you know, big big park so i mean you could do all of those and still have the villains in those obviously fantasy land is an easy one because they were all movies um, right <clears throat> i mean there were movies that they uh, built rights off of but i mean still and the thing is is you wouldn't even it would all be you know ip you know disney characters or ip characters on it you wouldn't have to create these new characters to fill up the park. Now that's not saying that they shouldn't do that because you could have unique characters that just Disney um, came up with for this villains ones. And then they could do the opposite. Hey, we made this villain for the park and now we're going to, uh, it's going to star in either a series or a, uh, a full length film or a feature leak animated film or ho- however they want to do it. Um, but no, it'd be it'd be awesome. I mean, obviously, it's all going to be in Disney World, which is fine. I'm fine with that. <coughs> but that means you would get even it, if that was there. People will go there just for that. Whether they make it a park or a land, people will go travel there just for that. Yep. Because it's villains, you know. And then they're like, "Oh, hey, I came here for villains. Oh, well, I'm here. We'll do, you know." Magic Kingdom and, um, you know, Hollywood Studios or something like that to see Star Wars. But you will get people there just they'll come. Like I said, they'll come there just for that land. It's going to be interesting to see how far they come with it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because there is a potential that uh, it fall follows through. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, you know, hopefully it it comes to fruition because it would stink to tease that, especially on a big stage like that. And then nothing happens. It's like, guys, if you if you build it, it won't take you that long to recoup um, what you put into it. If you 
did it correctly and not just, oh, we're going to kind of do it on the cheap. And when I say on the cheap, like on the Disney cheap, which is still really good, but not give them what not not give um, the public what what they want. So, I mean. We'll see. But yep, the, I mean, but the other I mean, the other thing is, is you had a lot of stuff that could be happening right now. Uh, I mean, you've seen stuff that Chapek did and now he's gone and Iger came and axed it. So there's stuff that could be happening right now that um, Iger may want to do or kind of see the future of it. And the next person comes in, um, not to say that they're going to totally go against Iger, but could um you know, now's not the right time or budget wise or, or anything like that. So, I mean, it could be, you know, years, decades down, down the line. Yeah. I mean, it could be, um, it could be like 10 years down the road. Right. Right. I mean, cause remember they did that Disneyland forward and it was like, Oh my gosh, it's going to be, you know, here within the next you know they're going to start doing it here in the next couple of years like no nah, that's that's a 30-year project it's not yeah anything that's happening anytime soon um on that and you got to kind of dig in the details to to find that yeah so we'll, i mean we'll see soon enough i'm sure at d23 or even like on an investor's call we'll get hints at it but mm-hmm. uh yeah um next we have uh, Disney's Typhoon Lagoon has reopened. Um, they're all over and all about it because it was closed for a significant amount of time. But um, it is back open, so have fun out there in Florida. Um, we did get some concept art of a postponed Mary Poppins attraction at Epcot, which reveals teacup-style indoor spinner ride. Um, I don't know why you need a pop- Mary Poppins ride. It seems like you're going kind of backwards on that. So, Well, remember, they announced it was going to be a whole... Uh... Uh, land. It was going to be going to walk down the street and then down to the to the right there on the fa- uh, facade of like when Mary Poppins uh, came down. Uh, you know the house that the uh, the captain was on and fire the cannons and that whole uh, street facade. And then they scratched it. But the cool thing was, is it was going to be an indoor teacups rig. Yeah, I guess, you know, what's funny is I feel like um, they're trying to find stuff to be in the elements, you know what I mean? So, like, you have rides that can be when it's raining and they'll still be working and they'll still and still be yeah. up. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, and that's tough, too, because... If you're going to do kind of newer, more advanced stuff, you have a lot of electronics. Obviously, those can't get wet. But I mean, that's not to say Disney can't figure something out um, on it. But I mean, that'd be awesome. I mean, shoot, when it rained at Disneyland, like four rides right off the get go, just done. See you later. And then just because it stops raining doesn't mean they come on. They got to dry it. I mean, it has to dry out. and then make sure, you know, everything's good to go and then get the rights back going again. Yeah, exactly. Um, next, we have uh, 
the Cotino Story Living community is going to include Incredibles inspired clubhouse, which is really cool because it's like it, I saw I saw the ideas behind it, and it just it looks amazing. It looks like next level, like super super fancy, and it also has like the theme is so obvious, like you could tell what it actually is. Right. So. And then we are getting a Moana Duty and Burke collection coming soon to Disney Parks and Shop Disney, which I have noticed, along with this one, the Haunted Mansion Lounge Fly collection announced for fall 2023. You can get so much more stuff off Shop Disney now. Yep. Like a lot more stuff. <laughs> yeah. They'll have some like exclusive stuff in the park um, that you could obviously you have to go into the park to get, which I get, you know, that's that's fine. I'm fine with that. But it's not like you have to either go into the park or to downtown Disney to get all of it where you can get it on Shop Disney. And it's easy enough for them because they have a warehouse of it. So they're either going to have to transport it to the park or just keep it at the warehouse and, um, you know, uh, uh, fill the orders. So. Yeah. Yeah. So it's and I literally get a message probably once every two days saying get your stuff here now. And I'm like, that's kind of crazy. So we'll look for it. Um, right. In our Disney of resorts, abroad pile, Disneyland Paris welcomed CEO, Bob Iger for the 21st anniversary of Walt Disney studios. That dude's everywhere. I see people posting with him at Disneyland. A couple days later, they're posting with him at Disney world. He's out and about how often do we see Bob Chappick in the park? Uh, once when Disneyland opened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and well um i <laughs> put this in here but i was watching a, a blogger on youtube and in his video you see when uh the toontown opened josh tomorrow was there and you saw him um on it because i was watching the like i said the blogger's video i'm like hold on wait i rewound it i'm like that's josh tomorrow <clears throat> and it was exactly. funny I, I scrolled through the comments nobody caught it i'm like Hey, uh, did you guys uh, notice that Josh Tomorrow was at, you know, this uh, clip of it, but he walks by really fast. Well, they're walking opposite directions, so he's only in frame for like a second or so. But I mean, there you go. He, w- he went to an opening of a land uh, or I should say a reopening of a land. It's not like it was a new land. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 like they care more, so I'm glad they're there. Um, Hong Kong Hong Kong Disneyland is threatening guests with legal action or arrest if they rent out their annual passes to others. That's crazy. I how how can you how can you rent your pass out? They must not have a system that doesn't have their face or anything tied to it. I mean, or they're wearing masks. Or they're wearing masks or, or something like that. Because, I mean, even if you tried that, you couldn't. I mean, the only way you could do that is people would buy, like, five-day passes, use three of them. And it was – obviously, this was before they took your pictures and all of that. Right. And they would sell them on Craigslist or whatnot and say, hey, I got a five-day pass. Left. I used yeah. three. I got two left. Um or, you know, some third-party websites and do that. And our friend is like, yeah, I got this ticket for cheap. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I was looking ahead on the back of him like, where'd you get this at? Oh, I got it off of uh, some 
third party website, not yeah. anything. And it's got somebody's last name on it. I'm like, and then it was no more than like a year later. I'm like, Oh, then they started really obviously cracking down on it. And they, uh, ended up, they got that website shut down. They ended up suing. They sued that <laughs> website and that website got taken down too. I remember oh, there, that. Yeah. There was multiples of them, uh, on it. And I just started laughing and then they like, Oh, you know, started doing it on like Facebook Marketplace and yep. um, Craigslist, and then it was like, okay, you guys can still do this. That's fine. And it's like, we're gonna take your picture now, whether it's a one day, five day, or um, <clears throat> or season pass, and scan it. There you go. Well, I think so. now too, if you um, do like, so I went in January. So if I go back in December, I think my photo is still tied to my account. So if I put a pass on my my phone, it'll still count it towards that photo. I think uh, only if you have a magic key. As far as I know, it'll it'll tie it I to that. But if you it. have a if you have a ticket, it's only good until once that ticket. Say you buy a five day ticket or a three day ticket, um, they'll take your picture day one, and then once that ticket's gone, you're your pictures got because i mean think about that if they had that for everyone there you know how much i mean they would have their servers would be huge that's true that, i mean it would take up a lot a lot of space um on it yeah but that's not to say that they can't this is an interesting thing running it out um next right? uh, avis france has become the official rental car company of disneyland paris a new partnership and then Disneyland Paris has stopped all annual pass sales. Rumors indicate entirely new range of APs coming soon. Usually, because I didn't realize there's two parks at Disney Paris. I had no idea. And so the rumor usually is, is that things are going to be changing dramatically just because, you know, um, they're probably going to have a lower tier, whatever, like a weekday kind of thing. So I know that Paris has been picking up quite a bit. So... We'll see what happens. Um, right. On to Disney World. We got a lot of stuff. We're going to go rap, somewhat rapid fire, but we'll stop when we need to stop. Um, Disney Vacation Club announces Star Wars Galactic Star Wars Star Cruiser member exclusive voyage with 30% discount. That's insane. It hasn't even been open. It hasn't even been open a year. Hasn't even been open a year. Yep. And it's already at 30% off. Well, already 30% off, and what was it, a couple uh, recording sessions ago, they were cutting trips on it. Yep. Or cutting so, the entertainment or whatever yep. it is. Yeah. Um, Walt Disney World announced the monthly themes for the 100th anniversary celebration, which will probably go out uh, for 18 months, as it normally does. So, Well, um, we're just now taking down the 50th stuff. Yeah. Uh, Walt Disney World slowly phasing out complimentary plastic bags. Guests will need to purchase reusable shopping bags. Wow. Then you don't get be, to have those cool bags anymore. Yeah, I'll be curious to see how that that one goes because you're going to force me to purchase a bag. I mean, even in California, they don't have plastic bags, but or you got to pay 10 cents for a plastic bag, but paper bags are free and some places don't charge for plastic bags. Yeah, you know the Home Depot, whenever I go there, they always say, you know, the bags are free, go ahead and take them, because yep. no one ever uses the bags anymore. Right, so, exactly. I just take Depot, a, Home Depot I just take a whole, I tell her to give me like seven of them. Might as well. Um, 
Tron Lifecycle Run Virtual Queue added to my Disney experience. They're getting rid of that. Are ready for that? Uh, first round of Virtual Queue boarding groups booked in less than one minute for Tron Lifecycle Run soft opening, which makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. as, and the individual Lightning Lane was sold out the first day of Tron Lifecycle Run. Uh, reservations are available for Tron Identity Program personalized action figures. So that's the one we talked about last time. Mm-hmm. We have a new Disney 100 popcorn bucket available, popcorn box available at Walt Disney World. Yes, this one was weird. So guests yeah. pile coins inside of Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind queue display in Epcot. And, and all it is is there's a little crack. Like, it's not necessarily a window. It's almost like they could open it up. So yes. it's it's not a... Uh, like I said, a sealed in window and there's a, a crack there because they can open it up and people, and you can't, obviously you can't throw the coins in there. I mean, you could try to push them in there uh, or slide them in, but yeah, it's just, it's weird. There's like really like kind of no rhyme or reason for it. Instead of a wishing well, they're pushing it underneath the Benatar. Right. Well, maybe they're wishing that they don't get sick. So, I mean, there you go. Yes. Um, Disney 100 Celebration Press Pennies replaced 50th Anniversary Designs at Walt Disney World, which we expected. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have removed the 50th Anniversary Decorations from Main Street USA at Magic Kingdom. Um, Walt Disney World to host largest LGBTQ plus conference in the world this fall. Um, which they usually have a pretty big one there every year. I guess they're just promoting it more now. Um <laughs> Right, yeah, and they have a lot of uh, conference space there as well, so they could have it at multiple different um, locations around the around the resort. Right. Um, Walt Disney World cast members win negotiations for eighteen dollars an hour, which is good for them. Good for them, yeah. Um, so, and uh, this one's funny. So, Barstool Sports they do a one bite pizza review. Uh, Dave Portnoy, the CEO and founder of Barstool Sports, does it at all the pizza places he goes to. Josh saw, just saw one yesterday that um, uh, Tim, I don't know if he, I think Tim may have seen it, where it was an artisan pizza and the guy has a small pizza business. And he said, the guy goes, please don't review my pizza. He goes, I, and basically Dave walks out mad, but then he realizes they're a small mom and pop shop and they can never keep up with the orders. And right. that's usually what happens. Cause when Dave Portnoy during COVID, he was uh, getting sponsored and sent pizzas by this pizza delivery service. Mm-hmm. And this one place literally called and thanked him because they go, you saved our business. We were going to shut down, but you reviewed our pizza and they they had to shut off their ordering cause they were booked for the next three weeks when they did it. So <laughs> Right, exactly. And I mean, it's going to get the 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 barstool bump no matter what, whether it's good or bad or indifferent, because people are going to want to go there and be like, okay, is it really that bad? Um, Or obviously, if it's good, everyone wants to go there because it's good. And it's not like he doesn't know what he's talking about or anything like that. Um, And he's got the, you know, the stoolies, the the following of um, the fans as well. Yeah, well, so he was at Epcot. He actually was at Disney World, actually, not that um, far, you know, that he was there before. He hates the roller coasters. They kept making him go on roller coasters. Right. He actually got a full-on storm, uh, 
mm-hmm. uh, Empire officer uniform too, or first order. He looked good in uniform. it too. He looked really good in it. He looked like he could fit in. Uh, right, but, exactly. Well, and the funny thing is, is with him, he the reason why he went back is he thought he went to Star Wars land, but he just went to Star Tours. <laughs> right. And and he's like, because it looks like you're on the, the Force Moon at Indoor. And he's like, oh, this this is awesome. This is nice. This is Star Wars land. This is sweet. And they're like, no, that's just one ride. That's that's not not the land. So they went back and he's like, yeah, I, I got a uh, obviously they did a whole video on it. And he's like, yeah, I thought I was in Star Wars land and I wasn't even anywhere near it. So <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. Uh, he did rate Villa via Napoli uh, at Epcot the same as Pizza Rizzo, uh, which obviously it should be the same because even though it's authentic Italian, it's all pretty much mass produced. I will say we had uh, via Napoli when we went in 2011 and it was phenomenal. It's yeah, uh, very authentic Italian. Well, it's Italians that run it. Well, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that. I said uh, it is Italians Ita- that, that work, work there. there. <clears throat> yeah. They don't run it. But the nice thing is, is, I mean, it's like you're obviously in the Italy pavilion back there. So, it's, and if you actually, people don't cool. know, like in the, in Epcot, they go to the countries to recruit people to come work at Disney World. Uh, mm-hmm. We spoke to the woman uh, at the Japanese restaurant, and I believe we asked her after she sat us. And they're like, yeah, they basically, I think they have, it's almost like a college program. So basically, they can get yep. you a visa to come here, you can work, and you can go to school. And they pay pretty decent for them because they do give them that authentic experience. And um, it's really nice. Um, this one I want to go there just for is 30. Uh, the new churro Sunday is available at Epcot. So that's the reason why I put it in there because that sounds delicious and it looks delicious as well. It does. It does. I saw it and I got hungry. And I it's, had only se- it's only $7.99. seven ninety nine. It looks like it's bad. like, yeah, it looks like a it's soft probably serve. Small. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, it's soft serve uh, with uh, churros on it. Uh, you choose from vanilla ice cream, caramel ice cream, or swirl of both with caramel sauce drizzled on the top. And then it's got chunks of churros um, in it as well. Mini I'd probably, churros. I probably have to do a it. swirl. I have to do a swirl because I want caramel on caramel. Yeah, exactly. And it's uh if you anyone's going there wants to do it, it's in the Mex the La Catina de San Angel in it's the Mexico, Mexico Pavilion. Pavilion. Yep. Yeah. Um along with the vacation club members, now annual pass holders are gonna get a thirty percent discount at Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. So congratulations. There you go. Um there is a lawsuit that alleges guest served food containing broken glass from Cinderella, Cinderella's royal table at Walt Disney World. I highly doubt that, but, I mean, teach their own. And the only reason Where, I, where would glass come from? Uh, who knows? Her purse that she put in there, just like the person got a finger in her chilies, in her uh, Wendy's chili. Um, but on this one, this is like, you know, the... Um, one of the higher-end restaurants there... I mean, it sells out in as soon as 60, 60 days or days, 90 days yeah. is available. It's it's out um, or it's sold out. It's like the the closest you could get to kind of Club 33 without having, you know, uh, the annual dues. 
on it. So says that she um, was injured from eating the glass, including two fractured dental crowns and excessive bleeding in her mouth. Well, that's odd. So we'll see what comes of it, because if something happens, then we'll know, oh, maybe it could happen. You know, when this, oh, my gosh. So the article was on March 15th, 2023. You want to know when this happened? 2018. Ooh, you were close. July 31st of 2019. Oh, got that. So, well, I I don't know how. Yeah. People always want to try and get money, man. You know that. Right, exactly. But if it was really an incident that happened it should have like done it that day or the next day or at the I end mean, of your we don't know <laughs> she may have they're end just of, now you know they wouldn't your... settle with her right but um yeah. the last we have that is the typical florida news stuff is a Guest climbs into a planner with Miss Piggy and Kermit Topiaries. Now, if you haven't seen the Topiaries, they're um, they're how would you describe them, Tim? They're like they're, they're giant bushes, but they they're most of them are fenced in because what they do is they have them kind of all around, and usually there's like character meet and greets in those areas where they have the big Topiaries, so you get the kind of the cool backgrounds with them. Right, yeah, either fenced in or they're in uh, in planters. The raised planters, and they're not normal planters; they're raised planters. Yeah, exactly. And this person decided to just walk on in there and pose next to both uh, next to both of them. So I don't, uh, and did it like is no problem. She did it very nonchalantly. That's for sure. Yeah, I just don't get it, but whatever. There you go. It's kind of, I mean, I guess it's not funny, but it. I mean, it's funny that it's it's grown adults and like they just think that, oh, I paid here. It's Disney. I could do whatever I want um, and just everything sense of security and everything just goes right out the door because it's Disney. You know, and I, I'd be curious to see, like, as far as cast members, when it rains there how many times they get asked, um, oh, hey, why is it raining? Can't you control the weather? You know, it's just as bad as what time's the 4 o'clock parade. You know? I've never heard that one before. What time's the 4 o'clock parade? Oh, yeah. the uh, I listened to a uh, uh, podcast, and it's two former custodial cast members, and they said, yeah, oh, no, that was, that was like the ongoing um, kind of jokes. Like, hey, what time's the 4 o'clock parade? Like, oh, you know what? Hold on, let me let me look it up. Uh, oh, you know, it's it's four o'clock, and here's a good spot to get right here. And the people are like, oh, thank you, thank you. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's pretty bad, right? I mean, I could, I could no, like, no, Tim, see no. where they come from because if you know, if you're with a big <sighs> family or you get kids or anything and you're just stressed out or whatever, and now it's like, oh, we need to go see this parade, you know, it's like, hey, what time is the four o'clock parade? It's like, Hold on, wait, never mind. Did I just ask that? But it was, like they said, I mean, it was asked enough that that was the ongoing joke. Well, that's sad. That That's actually sad. So 
if you go there, don't do that. Um, on to the Disney. <laughs> well, speaking of, of that, and I didn't uh, put this in here and whatnot. Speaking of going there, I will ask it because I'm going to be there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday coming up. Where? Uh, Disneyland. So I will let let you know. Oh, you're going to Disneyland? Is. Yes, sir. Are you taking the kid? Yes, sir. Oh, I didn't know that. When did you guys do this? Um, here a couple days ago. Kind of hey. solidified it and everything because I got the um, SoCal pass right now. One day, one park, weekday. So we're going to oh, go yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So I will let you know it? how it is. Huh? You booked it. So you got reservations. That's awesome. No, I just going to walk up. They're not blacked out, so it'll be fine. Okay. Try that one, Tim. I want to see you try it. <laughs> When's no, their no. spring break down there? Uh, probably um, probably either not this week, upcoming week, week or the week after, or they may have had it. Actually, no. Uh, no you know what? My cousins are down there on spring break right now. Oh, My really? Cousins down, yeah, they're on spring break right now. Oh, that's right. Yep. Well, so the Tim's going to be there. Tim is going to get me. So the... L.A. Spring, L.A. Unified is uh, the week that will, this Monday is when they start. Awesome. For L.A. Unified. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. There you go. That's my name. Don't wear it out. Um, so this is crazy. So, Tim, you better get me this then, because uh, I think uh, I'll like it. The souvenir slushy sipper, yummy popcorn bucket, and themed candies coming to Mickey's Toontown and Disneyland, which they have announced. This, this one right here it says, um, so the reimagined Mickey's Toontown um, has been added to map and Disneyland app, and they have designed it to be inclusive and accessible to every single guest at Disneyland. And what yep. they basically did was they basically have it like it's how would you say it's it's basically like well path, paths are wider there's they really did there's a no good real job curbs. there's no real on, curbs exactly there, so. on utilizing the space that they got um both having it kind of tiered as far as you know there's a higher section and a lower section right. but um like like I said you know they got ramps and wider walkways to go up there no curves so you don't have to like oh wait we you want to get into this section but you have to walk around here um because you know I have a a wheelchair or whatnot um or I have a hard time walking right so no it's and they say in some of the kid areas that the matting is like soft and spongy yes. and they have roots coming from, I think they call it the imagination tree coming out of the ground where it's kind of like, uh, you know, kids could, uh, climb on it and crawl. I say climb, but it's really probably just a couple feet off the ground. It's not like you're climbing, you know, 10 feet off the ground or, you know, five, six feet off the ground. And those roots are, um, obviously they're not solid. They kind of have, um, some sponginess onto them. So if somebody accidentally falls and bumps, you know, their head on it or their chin, it's not straight cement or metal. Which you should have fun there with a the kid that's kind of built for him. Um, yeah, I mean, as long as it's not packed. Um, it hasn't been very 
I, I haven't seen it be very packed. I did see a ton, ton of um, strollers over there. Randomly. Yeah, and everyone's mad at that because they're putting them in the green areas because they have yes. the the um, like the fake lawn back there or fake grass. Um, and you know the the big thing back there is you could go and buy a picnic basket and it comes with a blanket and your options or whatnot. And with these green areas, you know you could basically have a you know a blanket picnic. Um, but they're parking the strollers on some of these areas especially in front over by um roger rabbit's cartoon spin so it's like you have these areas here for us to use but then you're putting strollers there and i think what it is is it's you know a learning process for them as well um but the cool thing that i saw as well is that where the trolley used to be that was out there they Uh had um like the barn that it went in or they would park strollers in there. And then in front where the green area was would be overflow. And it's almost like a kind of valet parking or, or a check like you were um, checking your coat at a, uh, at a coat check. You go in there, they'd give you a tag when you're getting ready to leave, you come back, give it to them, cast member, go back there and bring back your stroller. So it's almost like it would be parked, um, off stage or backstage. That's pretty so, cool. That that's cool. So hopefully they just find a better better way or better area or maybe expand the area backstage more to handle more um strollers because uh-huh. I mean it's it's Toontown. It's a place where the kids are supposed to go. You want to meet Mickey Mouse? Oh, I don't know what time he's going to be back there. He's always going to be back in his house. Um you know, unless pending, you know, some reason for it, but that you want to meet them, that's where you're going to go. So it's a big kid area and it's new. So everyone's going to want to go back there and they got the new raid back there as well. So hopefully, um, you know, I could, not... I could have sworn. I, I think I remember they used to move all the strollers out to like the walkway area. Yeah. Like, like the front and they would have it off to the sides. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, because the new stroller issues and everything, I know that a lot of people are kind of like, well, my kid's handicapped. I need to take them in the wagon all the way in kind of thing. So they Mm -hmm. can't really stop them with that. But uh, I mean, let's let's hope uh, let's hope that they get it figured out. Right, exactly. So. um, Next, I was off the page, so Tim's going to get there to go see that. Pete appears for first character meet and greet in Toontown. This was cool because he looked so good. Mm-hmm. It was not even funny, man. He looked fantastic. Yeah, no, it was, it was good. They did a good job with it. They did a good job. And you can tell, too, is like he's not that creepy. Because if you watch the cart, the new cartoons, they look creepy to me. And it's the Pete you see from, like, Mickey's club, the clubhouse. Uh, yep. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, so... Yep. Um, uh, <laughs> a guest tried to rope drop Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway only to find it closed with no warning for media event. It was a social media, like, influencer type thingy, and I believe it was for, like, the first full opening because yeah. when we went, when we went, they had most of it blocked off. They just had the ride open, 
Mm-hmm. And you had the grassy area open and they had the theater open where you go in and that's it. They didn't have anything else. Even a lot of the stuff on the exit was closed. So right, yeah, <sighs> that's what's going to happen. And now it's finally open. So um, they do have new Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway press pennies available at Mickey's Toontown. The new yummy El Capitoon theater popcorn bucket arrives in Toontown. Um, theme signs, themed signs installed over props broken by guests and Mickey. They're actually kind of funny. Right. It says the, the items being repaired or whatever. We'll be back soon. So, yeah. Um, they have a limited edition Mickey's Toontown print for Disneyland Magic Key Holders, which I am not, which sucks, but it's kind of cool. Yeah, um, I think it's in the, uh, they did it in um, the, like you said, Mickey Mouse, or no, I'm sorry, um, how they uh, they uh, they look on the ride is the style okay. that they did it in. Yep. I like that. Um. Disneyland Resort is to celebrate Star Wars month this May, and they're going to bring back Hyperspace Mountain to Disneyland. This is brilliant because um, uh, I really like when they celebrate the whole entire thing because here's the problem. A lot of um, uh, a lot of people are going to go and be like, well, I want this. I want that from May the 4th. I want this from May the 5th, whatever. When you do a well, whole month, people just want to do store, Star Wars stuff. It's awesome. Right, exactly. And if you go uh, to the park on May the 4th, that's great. But they're going to have Star Wars night that night. So guess what? It's going to close, close early. early. <clears throat> and Hyperspace Mountain is um, will be from May 1 to June 4th. So don't think it's going to be a, a long duration of it. It's just pretty much for that month and bleeds a little into into June. Which means it'll probably be down um, towards the end of April for them to uh, um, put the overlays in there. Yeah. Um, next, the single rider line returns to Space Mountain at Disneyland with unusual revamped procedures. Um, I went on single rider when I was in California Adventure for Web Slingers, and it's really weird because they basically they radio in so it's a whole process of getting you through this one spot you go through a different way it's all everything has been changed so i don't know how it works now but it probably doesn't make any sense yeah on this one it's weird how they say it's unusual you basically go with the lightning lane um people so if there's a group that has five you'll be the sixth and you like that's how they get you okay in there so it's interesting and it's not because they had it before uh single rider at space mountain and it's not you don't enter at the same point um where the line starts at at the same point that it was before makes sense um imagineers have added new scenes to indiana jones adventure at disneyland it looks great it looks cool they're like um screens they're like they added screens to certain portions of the ride to add different effects while you're going around which is kind of cool yep um disney's california adventure will construct and and construct an open exit shop for canceled adventures campus e-ticket ride so there was supposed to be a ride they were working on where they do all the shows and then actually what you see is is the exit store 
that you see on a bunch of the rides like Buzz Lightyear or stuff like that, mm-hmm. Tower, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Mission Breakout, and they're going to put a store in there now because they really don't have an actual store in on Marvel campus. They don't. Avengers campus. Yeah, they don't. yeah, that's what they said. They're like they're like little uh... kiosks. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. There's one little kiosk, and then you have the uh, Spider-Man store, and that's it. Nothing else. Yep. Yep. So, um, so we the, so we get a uh, actual store. We get a shop. We get a shop instead of an e-ticket ride. There you yep. go. Uh, Tanea Stone Spa, a Grand Disney's Grand California Adventure spanning offerings, including new sunrise yoga inside Disneyland. That may be worth it. No, not really. It's not. But okay. Um, <laughs> The Villas at Disneyland Hotel cash rates revealed. Bookings now available for Disney Vacation Club members. I don't even want to look at it because I know it's going to be too expensive for my blood. Um, right. I'll, I'll let you know. The Pacific Wharf Bridge reopens as San Francisco Gate con- Transformation continues in Disney California Adventure. It's supposed to be done by this summer. So, um, mm-hmm. Making the dip from Who Framed Roger Rabbit on Liquid Magic. Uh, what I is think that? Liquid, I think Liquid Magic. Um, hold on. Because I know what the is, dip is. Um, but... <laughs> yeah. Where is... There it is. Oh. Thank you. We found on Liquid Magic. Oh, sorry. Liquid Magic is a... Um, YouTube show or a show on YouTube that a uh, um, WDW News Today does, and the dip was really why does he got to cut it off? I think it's a uh, a drink. Okay. Yes, but they've made a version safe to drink. So it's tequila based. All righty. Well, I'm not going to be having that, but try it. Um, interview with former Imagineer Jim Scholl for 30th anniversary and grand opening of Mickey's Toontown. Wow, it's been open 30 years. Man, I remember when it first opened, it was the craziest thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, and so former Imagineer Jim Scholl reveals Winnie the Pooh ride was originally planned for Mickey's Toontown. And, and the last is the best one. Talks kids making a deposit in old Mickey's Toontown ball pit. And no, a deposit is not a code V, which is vomit. Wow. So, just really quick, it's actually not as bad. The villas at the Disneyland Hotel, the cash room um, rate actually isn't that bad. I thought it would be twice as much as what this is. So the duo studio room obviously sleeps too, uh, offers guests the bare necessities, you know, play on Jungle Book, uh, uh-huh. four fifty to five fifty a night. The deluxe studio room, standard view seven to eight, and uh, preferred view is eight to nine. One bedroom villa is start at twelve hundred. Obviously, these are per night. Two bedroom villa, eighteen hundred. Three bedroom grand villa, and that's the two story one, uh, will be four thousand dollars a night. But it's got three bedrooms in it, so you could divide that up and have a whole bunch of people in there and split the cost. So 
There you go. So basically, stay there on the cheapest one is um, 450 to 550 a night. So it's still cheaper, I think, to stay here than the Grand California. Well, then. Yeah, because so, Grand California is pretty expensive, and technically it's um, closer on property, so it makes sense. Yep. But you got to think the villas, um, they also have, like, kitchens and stuff like that, so. Correct. So that's kind of cool. So. Man, man, we might have to go in on one together, Tim. Uh, yeah, and no, I'll go in that $400 one together. Hey, we'll sleeps, share a bed. Sleeps hey, one bed. That's Tim fine. and I, Tim and I have shared a bed before. We won't, we won't hesitate to share one again. So this, <laughs> uh, this right. time, this, this time, time I won't Tim, turn up the heater. There you go. So that uh, yeah. I just told that story the other day too to someone I forgot who. <laughs> they thought it was pretty funny. It is funny, uh, <laughs> but thank we, th- that's all we got for you guys today. I want to thank you guys for coming through. It is greatly appreciated. Tim will have a recap next week when he comes back from Disneyland. I'm sure. We'll probably record Thursday or Friday, depending on when he does get back, because he'll probably be tired on Wednesday when he comes home. He's lucky he's closer to the parks than I am, so it's not as much of a trek for him as it is for me. But um, we want to thank you guys all again for always hanging out. We had a bunch of listens this past week, and we didn't even record last week, so it's kind of awesome. We'll get more content out. Uh, Should be dropping Friday morning. So uh, for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we'll see you guys next time.